the reading of uh, the scripture, and it's uh, it's a well known passage. It's uh, can be regarded as the as the Christmas passage, and so I just want to talk about that for really just a moment, and then we'll move into communion uh, and the candlelight. You know, Christmas Eve is uh, it is a special evening for so many of us. Uh, it can also be a very challenging uh, evening for so many of us, and. Uh, it's not because, you know, maybe we're going to a gathering or dinner or party that we don't want to. Uh, it is about uh, remembering, uh, remembering what was, uh, remembering what is not now. Advent, uh, as I said, we celebrate Advent and, and the candles, all five are lit. The white candle uh, represents the Christ child and the other candles represent hope, joy, peace, Love, but the word Advent, and if you've been here over the last month, you've heard me say it. The word Advent literally means to wait, uh, to wait uh, on the Lord. And we've been talking over the last month about watching and waiting. And you know, now Christmas Eve, uh, it is like the wait is over. Uh, actually, something that the cultural Christmas and the Christian Christmas have in common is that Christmas Eve represents that the wait is over. Culturally, you know, you've got uh, the presents and everything coming. And for the Christian, uh, the idea, if you celebrate Advent, is that Jesus has come. As the angel said, as, as it was read, verse 14, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to people he favors. The angels sang, the angels pronounced uh, this good news for the shepherds then, uh, for all people then and now. And if we know that, if we have experienced that, and I like to say, you know, if we are uh, what I would say is a real Christian, that God has done a dramatic work in our heart uh, and in our lives, then we respond, and we can respond in ways that Mary and the shepherds did. You know, Mary, you have an introvert there. You say, why she was an introvert? Well, verse 19, she was treasuring up all these things in her heart and meditating on them for those of us who are introverts. And then you've got the shepherds, that extroverts who are, who are going out glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had seen and been told. Introverts and extroverts both. The, the world needs both. The kingdom needs both. The church needs both. Jesus uses both. Uh, but for Mary and Joseph and for us, it was made real, the Christ child, and they were remembering and they were responding. And so for us, and say the wait is over even now that Jesus has come. Uh, no matter what you're looking at at Christmas for this evening or tomorrow, uh, no matter your situation in life, uh, the message of Christmas is, is that the wait is over. Jesus is here. Jesus has come. God has come uh, in Christ to be with us, uh, no matter where we are, no matter what we are going through. But we still remember, particularly at Christmas, so I would ask us all, when we remember, what do we remember? Uh, first off, at Christmas, we often remember the past, particularly uh, people uh, in our lives who uh, are no longer here, uh, who are uh, no longer able to share Christmas with us. Uh, we remember the, the blessings that they, they gave, the gifts that they were, uh, that God provided. Uh, so we remember loved ones. Maybe we remember those who are not here, but still uh, somewhere else, in another place, maybe even in a distant country. So often we remember 
uh, those whom we love, whom we've loved most. Uh, I love in Hebrews that the writer, the author of Hebrews talks uh, about the saints, the community of saints. And I, I've said this before on Christmas Eve services. Uh, I believe that uh, they are very much present, that they are very much with us. And even if you can imagine or, uh, or maybe close your eyes that, that surrounding us, uh, particularly when we light the candles, those, those whom we love, those whom we remember uh, are uh, with us and watching over us. But I would push us a little bit further, and please hear me on this. Uh, may we not just remember those who've gone before, but this Christmas, may we remember uh, that some of us are remembering. Here's what I mean by that. Uh, often we can be so caught up uh, in our Christmas activities and events that there's someone very close to us uh, that could be going through a tough time, a difficult time, and remembering Christmas past or people past. So might we, this Christmas, and maybe you do um, more, than, more than some, but maybe we remember that, that some of us uh, are remembering. And that means being kinder, uh, softer, uh, gentler uh, at Christmas. We also remember this beautiful story uh, that was read and that I believe is, is very, very true. And so we remember uh, the things that happened in Scripture. We remember the angels and if we're Christian, we can remember that, that God speaks in many ways uh, to us. He spoke through angels then, I believe. He can speak through angels uh, today. We remember the shepherds, the lowliest of the low, uh, that God first chose to reveal himself, for the Savior to be proclaimed to those who were very low in spirit, who were very needy, who were insufficient, who were helpless. And maybe that can convict us that, particularly us uh, doers and, and shakers, that sometimes we have to be low and get low and be on our knees and be needy. We remember Mary, Joseph, again, uh, lowly teenagers. Mary, probably most scholars think, was 14. And, you know, not born and most hybrid of places and laid in a manger. As I said yesterday, uh, most folks think there was not even a roof, whether that was built by someone or natural like a cave, that, that the Christ child was born in an open courtyard and the fear of Mary and Joseph. So uh, we remember these things and we remember this story and some of us remember that, hey, it's true and I know it, but let me push us all, myself included, a little bit further. May we, re- we remember their responses here. What did they do? The shepherds went and told, it says. They went to make it known. They told people what it impacted and changed their life. Mary treasured these things, meditated on these things. If Christ is real to us and is being made real, uh, are we taking time? Are we taking time this evening? Are we taking time tomorrow in the midst of all the, the good stuff and good times to, to treasure the true gift? Glorifying and praising God. It says, verse 20, do we give God the glory in everything? Do we give God the glory tonight? Do we praise him? May we not just remember the story, may we remember how they responded. And then two things real quick, uh, as I just kind of close up, thinking about what we remember. Uh, if you here are, if you would consider yourself a Christian, uh, and I obviously do, uh, but would you take a moment, and maybe it's now, maybe it's later this evening, But would you remember 
how God has worked in your life. I say that because often we can forget, often we cannot take time to remember uh, the moments and the people that God has used to impact our life, to touch our lives, to speak into our lives. Would you remember the challenges that you really didn't know how you would walk through or get through and when God was there? Would you remember when Christianity began in your life? Because for Christianity to really begin, whether it's in Bethlehem or in the heart, we are to be brought low and humble and needy and say, dear Lord, I need you. Sometimes that can just happen. Sometimes that entails something else in life that brings us to our knees. Can, could you remember that if you call yourself a Christian? Remember when and where God acted, how you met Jesus, the people that God has used and is using in your life. Christmas... Uh, Above all, it should be a time of remembering those gifts, those blessings. And then, if you're not a Christian, and maybe you wouldn't say it, but I thank God you're here. Uh, and I say that because that is, that is really why I do what I do. And I'm thankful any time that someone who does not believe, or even uh, would say that they don't believe, uh, is gathered in the house, any house of the Lord. And I, I'd ask you, and you can... You can indulge me, or, or maybe you wouldn't, but I'd ask you, if you don't, in your heart, say you believe in the Christ child, or you believe in the story that we believe is true, uh, would you remember uh, your life, the blessings of your life, the challenges of your life, the events of your life, the people in your life, the people you love the most, the people you care about the most? Uh, and I, I would ask and I would pray that you might remember that some people believe that that is God at work. And I would ask and I would pray that you might remember that some of us believe that God is very much love. And how he showed this love to us was, most of all, uh, giving to us and sending his own son. And so often, you know, folks will not believe or uh, will not know Christ because they say, well, you know, it's a bunch of hypocrites. And yeah, we're all, you know, I, I could be the chief hypocrite here. But would you remember that some of us believe that this is true and the truth of it is that God is love and that all that we're talking about and doing and all this, all the events and all the services are about that, that God loves you. And tonight expresses that most of all because he couldn't die if he wasn't born and he was sent. Would you think about your life in that context? You know, for, for Christians... Uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas can be about remembering. But for Christians, remembering should bring, can bring, will bring renewal. Renewal. To be renewed, to be made new. For the Christian, the Christmas message is remembering brings renewal. Remember what God did in Jesus. Remember what Jesus did for you. Remembering the gospel truth. If Christmas is an event for you or for me or for us, and often I can fall into that trap, if Christmas is an event, then remembering often leads to regret or remorse. If Christmas is a person, remembering brings renewal. Just think about that. If Christmas is an event, either looking at the event and thinking about what it is not and what it has been or what it could be, Christmas is an event. It can often lead us to regret or remorse. 
If Christmas is a person, remembering the gospel, remembering the true story, remembering the work he's done in your life, remembering what he's doing now can bring renewal. I don't know what you want for Christmas, but there are a couple things that I would like. I want to remember this place. I want to remember this time. I want to remember these people here, now, this evening. Not that I'm going anywhere, but I want to remember uh, this, this special moment of just being together and, yeah, you know, here and it's, there's some songs and there's kids and, you know, some folks are friends and family and some folks never uh, come here. And then, you know, babies can be crying and praise God for that. It reminds us of the Christ child and, you know, everybody's kind of packed in. and every, I want to remember uh, this time and all its beauty and all its uh, craziness. And I want to remember the time of candlelight and being together and seeing the light of Christ. I want to remember that. I want to remember that later tonight. I want to remember it tomorrow. Remember it later in the week. I want you to remember that. It's the beauty of the church. It's the beauty of Jesus. I want to remember the person of Jesus. I want to remember that he came as a baby, that Mary probably counted his fingers and toes to see that they were all there. I want to remember the person of Jesus, that he he gave his life uh, for me and for you and every individual. And I want that to be made more known real. And I want to remember my own need and my own helplessness. Yes, at the situations of life, but also life itself. I I need to remember that for Jesus to be made real. And I want to be renewed. Yeah, me personally, I want to be renewed this Christmas. Uh, renewed as the angel to give glory to God and, and to praise Him and to tell people. And yeah, uh, to be sensitive to that. But to give glory to God in all things for the brokenness in my life, for the beauty in my life, for the beauty in life itself. To be renewed. And the reason that I love this service so much. Is not because it's an event, and not because it's Christmas Eve, and not because the church is full. I mean, that's good stuff. Not because we see kids, and not because I like Christmas songs, and even the Christmas passage. I love this service, because I think that it, it indicates, it represents, uh, more really than any other service, renewal, listen to me, that life comes out of death. And you're about to see that because what happens is we invite you, all of you, you don't have to, but we give the invitation and we encourage you to come forward and take communion. Now we do that just about every Sunday morning and we take communion and there's an opportunity to give and I'm I'm thankful for those of you who give and there's an opportunity to pray. And look, I'd love for you to give tonight. I'd love for you to pray tonight. But tonight is different, you see, because you come forward and you take communion, which represents death. The death of Christ, listen to me, his body and his blood given. But then tonight we do something different that we don't do any other time that we take communion. You'll receive a little white candle. We'll light the first candle on the white candle up there that represents the Christ child. And then the light of Christ will be passed amongst us. And so what I see, and it's a symbol of what I believe is real, that you're coming forward, not just remembering the death of Christ, but if you really want it to be impactful, if you really, if you really kind of live into it, you say, this is, this is my death too. My death to self 
and proclaiming I'm needy and I need the bread and I need the cup. But life and light comes out of that. And you get the candle and you light it and you're first an individual and then you see the whole community of this church and to me it represents and symbolizes every church together and I think it's a foretaste of heaven coming down receiving communion the death of Christ saying I'll, I'll die to myself I'll even die to my life thank you Jesus light the candle and light is life that's why I love it because that's what it speaks to me and what I hope it speaks to you so I invite you this evening I invite you to take communion. I invite it to be real for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. There, there are folks here. We invite all of you, but, but come forward. If you so choose, come down. There'll be a bread. You can take a piece. You can dip it in the cup. Thank you for all those who give. You're welcome to pray. Uh, I would love to see people praying uh, with loved ones, with those in need, with those who might be helpless. I'd love to see people gathered at the altar in prayer. And then there'll be a deacon who will give you a candle and hold that candle and after the communion song we'll move into silent night and we'll light the first candle and we'll be passing the light of Christ. For the Christians, remembrance brings renewal. I don't want remembering for any of you to bring remorse or regret. I want it to bring renewal and that's not remembering people or places or Christmas's past. It's remembering Jesus Christ, that God sent him, that God loves you, what he's done for you. And I do believe that it can be made real tonight. And I pray that it is, not just in this building or service, but in your heart. Somebody pray for us, and then we invite you to take communion. Heavenly Father, thank you for, thank you for this evening. Uh, thank you for what, uh, what you allow us to see uh, in communion that you did come to die, to give your life. Uh, thank you for the witness of others here that have shown me that in my own life, and I pray that they will be witnessed this night in taking communion humbly, uh, in needy, in praying with one another and for others, and then seeing the light of Christ and passing the light of Christ. You're here, Lord. You're moving in us and amongst us, and so I just pray that uh, those whose hearts you're moving into and over and above would, would receive, would really receive, that it would be real uh, this Christmas uh, above and beyond any other Christmas and that, that you would use this time and not a person but just the power of your spirit uh, to show us, uh, to show us you, Jesus, and that you bring life out of death all the time, every time, and that we can have hope, not just for the presence that we might get or might not get, but hope in new life today, new life on earth, new life for eternity, always, and it's because of you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray, amen.